Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode of Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends contains references to suicide, sexual assault, and abuse. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to the final episode of season one of Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends. My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, addict, and a recovering everything. And this is the Rock Bottom Podcast, where we discuss the white knuckle moments when we thought it was over and how we clawed our way back to sanity and light from the absolute pits of despair. Reaching absolute rock bottom is an interesting affair. Much like snowflakes, no two nervous breakdowns are the same, so I can't speak for everyone, but I'm sure that most people who have been there will agree with me when I say that it is a complete bag of dicks. Mine was wildly humiliating, and also very public. I had some stuff spread about me which culminated in me losing some very important people from my life right in the moment when I needed them the most. And desperately trying to do damage control and explain that you're not crazy, you're just very scared, and now with proper understanding, was am suffering from a few disorders that made and make me do and feel very, very fucking weird things is a hard thing to do. And you end up just looking even more crazy. I'm pretty fucking angry about the way that I was treated. No one chooses to have a nervous breakdown. No one chooses such severe and debilitating trauma that it makes human function nigh on impossible. No one chooses to be sick. No one chooses to be an addict. And knowing that people are going behind your back and laughing and embellishing is just awful. It's bullying. And I'm so sorry to all the people out there who are also suffering with this. You might be feeling completely alone and deep in the depths of the darkest pit. You might be feeling like you've got no one. Why do you think you've got no friends? There might be a lot of reasons. Unresolved childhood trauma can result in terrible feelings of loneliness, extreme fear of abandonment, difficulty maintaining relationships, social anxiety... There was a moment in January where I lay alone on my kitchen floor. 
it was just after the, why do you think you've got no friends, you useless twat moment. I have never in my life felt more alone or believed anything more readily. That was it. Reaching the place of knowing that you're about to give up is, was, in my experience, otherworldly. I felt like I'd left my body, that nothing was real or belonged to me anymore. Even my home felt unfamiliar and I couldn't relate to anything. It was like I was gone and wasn't a person anymore. And the extreme loneliness of that moment cannot be put into words. But I would not be sitting here today if it wasn't for the friends who quite literally picked me up, who held me and protected me when I was not able to do it myself. So, I may be a useless twat sometimes, can't we all? But my God, I've definitely got friends. And I'm so grateful to those who have stuck by me. It's really difficult to put myself back in January because I still feel overwhelming, tangible levels of shame. Shame is close friends with trauma. They tend to go everywhere together. They both turn up with each other like the extra guest that really wasn't invited to the intimate dinner party. And they're both massive buzzkills. It's human nature to gossip and bitch and gorge on the latest drama that's gone down, the misfortune of others. It's been going on for hundreds of years. It's really fun to point and laugh until you are the subject of that hilarity and scandal. I don't know why there is still so much room for judgment to be passed when it comes to mental health. For some reason, it seems to still be okay for everyone to have an opinion. Because it's not a physical malady that can be viscerally experienced by another human. Because it can't be seen or touched. It's not real. Or it's a choice. And it's so fucking humiliating when things are out of your control, completely, and there are those who stand back and look at you like you're some kind of zoo animal and think that you're choosing this behaviour. It's maybe why you think you've got no friends. If you haven't been there, you don't know how frightening it is to have someone screaming at you to get your shit together when you have absolutely no idea what the shit actually is. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. If you don't know what is wrong with you, how can you control it? This is why I say never underestimate the power of a diagnosis. Yes, we all need to take responsibility, but you can only do that when you know exactly what you're taking responsibility for. Otherwise, it's just fucking guesswork. The amount of times I've thought that I had a handle on my shit, only to discover that I was just hanging on to a great distraction. And diagnosis shouldn't be used as an excuse for everything. Once you know what the shit is, it's best not to sit in it. Learning how to handle it and do what's best for you in the moment is very important. Now that I know what's up, when the wave comes and my brain friend Persephone pokes a perky head up, I'm able to communicate, take myself away, do what I've got to do. But before, I was floundering and so, so scared, terrified. And I'm not using my diagnosis as an excuse for all prior behaviour. No, I have made some terrible mistakes, as have we all. I have been conscious and clear-headed and still been a prick, as have we all, intentionally or unintentionally. We have all hurt, we have all 
been hurt. I just implore anyone listening who basically doesn't know what I'm talking about or can't connect to it or thinks that this is all horseshit to just expand your mind a little bit. There's a really amazing book called Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason. And in it, one of the characters says, I don't really trust anyone who hasn't had a nervous breakdown, at least one. And I get that. It's the people who have been there when you go through something like this that you really want in your corner because they see your plight and understand it with zero judgment. It's the people who have reached the darkest edges of the Shadowland and had to look at themselves in order to come back that are the wisest and the kindest, in my experience. And apologies can be beautiful things when they are done with sincerity and understanding, and I definitely have some amends to make. I really admire anyone who has made the back-breaking effort to make changes in their life. Because reaching absolute bottom is like standing stark bollock naked in front of a crowd. And having the courage to hold your head up and take steps back into your life, that takes a strength from so deep within that I imagine you won't know of its existence until you are pushed to find it. So to all the people out there who have been cast out, misunderstood, demonized, humiliated, belittled, dismissed and have survived it, changed for the better and somehow rediscovered joy, well done. That battle does not go unnoticed. There are parts of healing that feel like the last 10 metres of the London Marathon. The encouragement, support, joy, love coming from those who know you and total strangers like me. I want to give you that encouragement, support, joy, love, because I know what it takes to keep moving when you've been kneecapped and you're only half a mile in. A lot of people won't be able to relate. But if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, you're making progress. And you'll have one hell of a story at the other side of it. And who knows where this will take you and who it will help. So I said at the start of this, there are parts of all of us that are just a bit shit. Even Jennifer Lawrence, even Steve Carell. It's part of life. I'm a codependent. I'm an addict. I let my emotions get the better of me. I overshare, but that's a surprise. I constantly look for validation from others. I people please, I fawn. I can keep secrets to protect myself. I seek male attention. I fantasize. I have the self-esteem of a finger puppet and I suck energy from others to keep me above water. But I'm a trauma survivor, a survivor of physical and emotional abuse, a survivor of sexual assault as a child and as an adult, a womb twin survivor, a suicide survivor. I am kind. I am open. I love deeply. I'm a voracious reader. I want to learn. I'm smart. I'm very fucking funny. I help readily and willingly when asked. I don't hold grudges. I forgive. I am able to laugh at myself when appropriate. But most importantly, I am willing to change and get better, admit my mistakes and end the patterns. If you're ever worried about being a bad person, you probably wouldn't be listening to this. You can come back. I encourage you to look at the parts of yourself that are sticky and scary and usually avoided. Accept them with open arms and see how you can start to live in harmony. And look at the parts of yourselves that are brilliant and glowing and beautiful. Love them and use them to your advantage. 
all of these things, these facets, spiky or smooth, they make up who you are. And what you are is a miracle. I am now on the side of the sign at the rehab gates. You are a miracle. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be scared. We are all a patchwork quilt of beautiful and terrible. And how wonderful is that? And really thank God for the survivors because we're the ones with the really, really great stories. I'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. A new episode coming at you every Tuesday. Send your stories or get in touch at contact at whydoyouthink.com. I'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.